Welcome to the Forever Good Podcast. I'm Jordan, and together with my best friend, Chad. Oh, hello. We're taking you behind the scenes of our journey as we build our dreams from scratch. Join us as we share the process, stories, and inspiration behind venturing into entrepreneurship. Grab a drink, relax, and let's go. Yo, I had to go to work. Had to put in hours, had to show them what I'm worth. I've been going crazy, I've been sitting on the verge. Hard to tell the difference from a gift and a curse. When they ask me how it's done, I say I had to go to work. Oh, hello everyone, and welcome to episode three of the Forever Good Pod. We're going to be talking about the process, the process of brainstorming, of planning, of executing on a concept. And this can really be any concept, right? It doesn't have to be like a business plan. It, it does. It can be anything. You could be your marketing plan for your social media. It could be, you know, how you start as a musician or a creative or anything like that. It's just the overall process and essentially what we've done so far, right? Yeah. It's once you have the... D- once you have the idea, what do you do with it? Exactly. How do you build on it? Exactly. How do you bring it to life? Right. Because it's not just this, that, or the other. There's essentially like a really, you know, pretty definite thing that you've got a handful of things that you've got to do before you actually execute on. If you want to properly execute on anything, you need to have some thought and some planning behind it. Right. Right. There's like your research period and, you know, you have to like basically you know what? This just reminded me of something we learned in school, the who, what, when, where, and why, you know, like yeah. it's kind of like that, Yeah. Um, your timeline uh, and just building off of it. So that's what we're going to go into today because obviously we didn't, we've learned a lot about this process along this process. Um, and we've had to do um, a lot of planning to get to where we are now. Yeah. Um, and so we want to include that. Cool. So let's get into it. Let's, let's start with like the first thing that we started doing as, as a team, right? We've, we've talked a lot about why we're starting something together. We've talked a lot about our individual and personal backgrounds, Mm -hmm. but we haven't really talked about what we've been doing, you know? And so I think that one of the the first things that we did um, as a team, Jordan and I, is we sat down Um, some of it was sitting down, some of it was text, like this process can be organic, Mm -hmm. but it's all about brainstorming. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, we have a hundred thousand different ideas of things that we want to do together or separately, like just, just concepts and ideas and things that we could really do. And so the brainstorming phase is all about throwing them out there. Yes. I think we actually had our first conversation about starting something. I remember this. Um, It's on one of your fun employees actually. Oh really? And we were joking about it. Like, Oh yeah. But it was being, we would act. That's what we were actually talking about. But our very first idea that we were talking about was kind of like a media company. Right. And we delved into that and then we kind of picked it apart and then we, like through some like, more ideas in the hat to kind of see like which one stuck and which one we were more passionate about, what, what was re- realistic. Um, but I had even, I forgot about that actually. Yeah. That's a good thought. So we actually went through the entire process with one idea, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. Cause we, we started, it wasn't even a brainstorming. We, we brainstormed what all we could bring into this marketing company. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we, we talked about who we could bring in, who we can manage, who we can market, how we would do it, how it could be lucrative. Like how do we actually make money off of this thing? And then started looking at like timelines and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a lot of research. We were looking at videos. We were looking at all these different websites on what 
current like successful people are doing. Mm-hmm. We talked to some of our, you know, close friends that are musicians or artists or creatives. I mean, we did a lot of research for this one thing yeah. just to find out <laughs> like, I mean, you kind of have to have a huge portfolio or have a, a really big artist for it to be worth the, what the two of us would make at a normal job. Right. You know, and it, right. the, the problem with that particular concept is it takes so much time. Right. And so like, you know, you don't want to not give your, your client or whatever the time that they deserve because mm-hmm. then you're not just doing, you're just not doing your job. Right. So as much as we wanted to do that and like that, we were kind of gung ho mentally, I feel like, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just didn't seem lucrative. So that we, we took a step back and we said, okay, let's, let's keep that on the board. And it is, it's mm-hmm. still like we have a shared note where we keep all of our ideas and thoughts and things like that. But we just started throwing out different ideas, things, things that we are passionate about, things that we think would be really cool. And it could be an invention or something or like a, um, an application or a brick and mortar business Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, a marketing, you don't technically need a brick and mortar or anything. You could just start something like that, right? As long as you have clients and in a good plan, you can just execute. So there was no like defined what we needed to have we just threw shit out there right and it was okay is this something that we both want to do or is this something that only one of us wants to do right what do we what are our thoughts for that okay if we do this then what is that going to look like and um somehow along the way we landed on the idea of the bar we did but let's let's step back what are some of those ideas that we we have and and still have but we have not landed on yet um, the first one that comes to mind is the wine shop. Okay. Um, we, we talked, I mean, think back. Cause we talked about like an application. It's funny. Cause Bumble just came out with this thing. We, we talked about like a, an application where people can go out and find friends. Cause you know, there's so many applications about finding a significant other or, or hookup apps and things like that, but there's not really, you know, we're lucky enough to have found each other that we're so luck- like-minded as you've obviously heard on episode two, we feel very, um, we feel very good that we have a very similar mindset when it comes to this kind of stuff. But how do people just normal people find others like that? It'd be kind of cool to have like an application and then not, but two, three weeks ago I saw on this newsletter that I get from the hustle that they were talking about like how Bumble friends is now a thing, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean we can't still do it. Who knows? Our concept was a little bit different, but that was one thing. So an application we thought about, um, we, we did look online at like different businesses that you could purchase. Like, what if we didn't oh, want to yes, start something fresh, right? Like mm-hmm. not from ground zero. We want to take over something else. Mm-hmm. Like, what are some different things? One of those was like ATMs. Like mm-hmm. you could go out and just buy ex- like ATMs are out there at like, you know, tattoo shops or <laughs> strip clubs or grocery stores or wherever. And these ATMs are generally owned by companies. And so they're making, you know, every time that you get money out, they're charging you three or four bucks. Someone's making that money. Someone is pocketing that money because the, the actual wire fees are, you know, little to nothing. Yeah. So we looked at, um, I think there was some business selling and it was like 11 ATMs for 70 grand. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, well we could pick this up and, and just kind of start and grow, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be something you can set up and not think about really. Right. Just not completely hands off, yeah. but you know, we could still have our jobs and make that as a side hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, we also saw a couple of like, uh, smoke shops. Yes. Right. Yeah. There was a couple of, uh, smoke shops that 
were uh, selling and it was something we were, it was already going to be established. It was something we could just quickly take over. And that was a good idea for a minute there. Um, <laughs> still could still, be, still could be right. Don't count us out, but we, it kind of spawned kind of a, we would want our own version of a smoke shop. Right. Like we would want to have it to be almost like a lounge or some kind of area a like that. A little bit more yeah. upscale than what, yeah. I mean, generally you walk into a smoke shop and you just. A little shady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like that's the only, like I, I hesitate to go to a smoke shop, but you know, say the one here in Fort Worth off of Magnolia, I, I don't know the name. So, I mean, sorry, I I'm not giving props where it should be there, but um, they've got a really clean shop. Mm-hmm. It, it's still pretty, you know, it's just got glass shelves and it is what it is. It's still a smoke shop, but they've got really good products that people don't even know about. Right. right. Like I think that someone could really logistically come in here and like brand appropriately, make it look a certain way mm-hmm. and sell people these gummies that everyone loves and are going across to <laughs> Colorado to get and shit like that. When realistically we have shit that is legal, quote unquote legal yeah. here in Texas that you can buy in a shop that does the exact same thing. Yeah. And they're so nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what else? We, we thought of we so talk, many different we things. We talked about, um, looking into some different franchise opportunities, mm-hmm. um, getting a part of something that's already established and just basically being able to open it and, um, be a part of that business. If it's a business we already love, like yeah. what, it, what was one of them? I think it was uh, screams you looked at. Um, Oh yeah. That's um, scream. No. What's it called? Screams. The haunted, how, the haunted, it's not the haunted house. It's the, the haunted, uh, uh, clothing store. Yes. The haunted, the, the, Halloween store. That's yeah, what it's called. It's not Screams, but yeah, Spirit. Yes, it is. Oh, Spirit. Spirit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Spirit <laughs> is a pretty cool, you know, uh, franchise that obviously they pop up for only two or three months out of the year. Mm-hmm. They make just buku bucks. If you've got a couple of those franchises under your, you know, portfolio, mm-hmm. then you can make quite a bit of money and then just kind of just chill mm-hmm. the rest of the year. So that's cool. Like fireworks shops are also seasonal. They make a lot of money mm-hmm. in a short period of time. But then you got franchises like Subway or um, Nothing Bunt Cakes. Mm-hmm. You need a lot of money up front for some of these things but if you have them like they could they could make you substantial money and so yeah franchises were a whole nother thing that we were thinking about like just jumping into something for the very first time is scary because we have all these ideas and concepts and like things how we want it to be but maybe we should learn how to (laughs) how to run something first and so we thought about some of that stuff too but ultimately we backed up and we're like okay what is something out of all these things what what is something that we feel just passionate about, not just think about the money. Money's important. Obviously people can do very, very well. If you're literally just looking at the bottom dollar, it doesn't matter if you're passionate about it or not, but we want something that we're passionate about. Right. And I think we both wanted something that was ours. Yeah. That like, if we messed it up, we knew that we messed it up. We weren't trying to like come over it and maybe correct someone else's mistakes or anything like that. We knew that this was ours. We owned a hundred percent of it. And like we had full control over it right? and versus where with a franchise you may have, you, you have some control over things, but you also have like rules and restrictions that you're being limited to. Uh, we wanted something that was going to be totally us and that felt like us. Um, and I think that's where we started. What do we want to start from the ground up and what are we passionate about there that way? I think that's where we got this, came up with this idea of the bar. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, we like visiting bars. It's a, it's a nice place to go with, with groups of friends. I mean, ultimately when we go and do things, it's usually a bar right? Like, and we've got a lot of really good bars, pubs, distilleries, mm-hmm. breweries, places to go, just kind of like let loose a little bit, have a couple of drinks and enjoy yourself and communicate with friends and family and see them face to face because we don't always have the time to do that. So mm-hmm. it's not just going to a place and 
drinking until you can't drink anymore. Right, no. We want to create this experience of like right. this, this inclusive place that you feel comfortable going to and can have some drinks that are, you know, high quality and, and taste great and everything like that. And so even when we finally fell on the bar, it kind of restarted the brainstorming process again, right? Because right. we fell on a concept. We're like, okay, all these ideas, we're keeping them in a book. We've got this note. We, we know that maybe someday we're going to come back to these. However, we're good with the bar now. So we got this bar idea. And then we start thinking of concepts. Like we have six different concepts now, I think, for different right. kinds of bars mm-hmm. that we think that would be fun or enjoyable or things that we would like. And then we had to do the exact same process again. And it's like, all right, which one of these are we passionate about? Right. And we fell on that. And I think one of the things that we um, really picked our brains over when we were even coming up with the different concepts, uh, concepts of ours is like, okay, these are the bars that we like. But what are these bars missing that we would want? Yeah. What do what does this not have that we could do? What 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 could make us unique? Because bars are a dime a dozen. We can go and throw a penny and hit a bar in Fort Worth. Like they're all over the fucking <laughs> right, place. Right. But what could make it unique? And what is it missing and what can we do better of? What what's gonna make us special? Right. And that's where we really delved into, okay, well, this is what we wanna do here. This is the kind of concept we wanna have. You know, this place has is great, but I hate to go there during the summer or whatever, you know? Yeah. And we kinda just really honed in on what do we wanna what audience do we wanna cater to? What's something that's kind of neutral but also audience driven, you know, where everyone can still feel welcomed, but it's also not going to bring the wrong kind of crowd in, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where we are now with the concept that we're going with for this particular bar. Are we saying that or I don't see why not. Okay. I mean, it's not like it's the only one in Fort Worth, you know, like yeah. I I've noticed more and more, patio bars that are like just amazing and Mm -hmm. awesome. And, but sometimes I don't think of them. Like, I just like, if I'm, if, you know, it's hot as hell right now, but say the, you know, fall comes up and it's back into the eighties and (laughs) nineties, which is cooler. Uh, then it's like, all right, I want to go check out a patio. Like Mm -hmm. there's a handful that I will think of right off the bat, but then there's some that I don't think about. And I want, we want to be known as the best patio bar, right? Mm-hmm. Like we want a place that you feel comfortable, hopefully year round, maybe not now in August, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's not, you know, we want to make it as comfortable as possible, but you know, here in Texas, it's not going to be a hundred percent of the time, but as comfortable as possible for the most part of the year as possible. Yes. Because whenever I think of like a patio bar or if I'm like, Oh yeah, I want to go get a drink in a patio. My go-to places had always been chimneys, which let's be honest, the patio is just an outdoor space with no AC. It's just, it's the inside, but outside with but no it's, AC. Yeah, it's, it's basically covered, right? right? They don't have uh, open air. There's no sunlight really coming through, but they've got fans and misters that keep it cool, which right, is nice. Right. And then the other one was America Gardens and that's not there anymore. Oh yeah. But I would love, I loved America Gardens, their patio. And those were the only two places that like I would go to really. I don't, I've gone to Maple Branch and they have a really cool patio. I don't really fuck with the rocks that much. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I obviously don't drink beer. So, you know, that's some, some of those things don't cater to me, 
So that's one of the things where I'm thinking of where it's like, I want something that's going to cater to every, like everyone. I don't want to be just a beer place. I don't want to be right. just a liquor place or a wine place. I want to have it all. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I do love Maple Branch's patio though. I think out of almost all of the ones that we've looked at or talked about or yeah. thought about, they've got natural trees, you know, just oh, yeah, hanging out the there. Greenery. They've got a fountain. It's beautiful. I agree with the rocks. You kind of like you're <laughs> stepping in and you feel like you're kind of walking through a desert almost like it's, it's kind of hard, like we're on a beach or something. Uh, however, it is, it is just a beautiful and it, it stays fairly cool because the natural, you know, you get yeah. the trees, the natural shade mm-hmm. and shit like that. It's great. But yeah, we, we want to take different pieces of the places that we like. And we've been talking about this. I mean, We've been talking about a bar for mm-hmm. a very long time, even before we were talking about the marketing thing, but it just seemed almost unattainable. Like I was in Chicago and I was texting you from a train about some things that I liked about a bar that we just left mm-hmm. and and you've done the same and we'll go to different cities and different places and just like, I really liked this one thing, mm-hmm. but I didn't like this. So it's like, you're taking these dozens of things that you're noticing from these businesses that you uh, appreciate and trying to kind of make them into a single concept. Mm-hmm. I think that once we came up with the idea and we uh, kind of like zeroed in and zoned in on, okay, we want this bar with this great kind of flex indoor outdoor space that kind of includes everybody. It was kind of like, okay, how do we do that though? Yeah. And then that's when we started the research portion of it. And it was, what do, what do, what does it take? How do you, what does the money look like? What is like, what do you, what do you need? What is the, how do you come up with a menu? All these different things. And that's where um, the planning really started because we can talk and bullshit about ideas all day long. I'm sorry. Am I allowed to cuss? I've this is our podcast. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes. You can do <laughs> <with> the shit. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> what is wrong with you? So many things. Did you forget this was your podcast? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> yes, yes. To answer your question. We are, we can cuss, and we have cussed on every episode. I think so far. So yeah, do you boo? It was kind of like okay, yeah, we have all these ideas, but we. I didn't want to be that person and Chad didn't want to be that person that you have all these ideas and you don't do anything with it. So right. it was one of those things. It's like, Hey, if you were kind of checked in it's like, are you, if you're down with this, I'm down with this. Let's like actually delve in and do the discussion about it. And so that's when we get went through that initial research period. And we went through the ideas of what do we want this to be? And when we zoned it on that idea, it was like, okay, we had a, we had a moment where we were kind of like trying to, put together all of these different businesses and trying to basically look at building them at the same time. Yeah. And so we realized like, we're not getting anywhere during this. Like we need to focus on one. <laughs> we thing. got our hands in yeah. too many pots. Yeah, yeah for sure. It, so once we were able to zero in and we're like, okay, let's make this our baby. And this is the first, this is what we're going to dedicate our priorities to. Let's make this, great and then go from there and so then that's when we started coming up with a list of like okay this is the information that we don't know and that we need to find out Mm -hmm. and this is where the timeline that we're going to do it it's so hard to get like from that brainstorming to the planning research period like phase because 
the, the brainstorming is the most fun. Yes, <laughs> like, it is. You, you've got all these ideas and you're writing them down. You've got these like pictures in your head. Like you, you kind of have this idea and then you're getting all jazzed up about it. And then you're like, cool. <laughs> and it's easy to just stop right there because it's like, oh, that was the fun part. Yeah. But then to Jordan's point, we started getting into the research and, and she's looking up financials. I'm looking up financials. How much does a bar make? How much do bars make in Fort Worth? We found some websites online where you can find like liquor sales and, and how well certain bars are doing. Mm-hmm. So then you have an idea of like, not just that type of bar and concept, but location obviously Mm -hmm. right like everyone talks about location location that's it's the whole thing so like where are the best locations for a place so we start researching we start planning like these are the three location or general vicinities Mm -hmm. where we would prefer to have a place and then we we looked at the money and we put together an excel document and we're like okay this is how much we would need to make in order to be lucrative for Mm -hmm. a business however (laughs) most businesses are not just by the way, apparently I say business too much, and it's true. Uh, shout out to Mitch. For <laughs> Mitch said, I think people should make a drinking game out of your podcast. And every time they say, <laughs> you say business, they have to take a drink. So if you're listening, hopefully you have a drink in your hand, and uh, we'll, we'll say business a lot more. So like, if you, if you start something, it is very rare that you're going to make any money for a couple of years at least. Right. You know, And even then, like you're putting all this time and effort to something, but generally you have a second, like a real job. Right. (laughs) So we're going to have to have our normal jobs that we're doing, our career path or whatever, you know, and you've talked about it before. It's like, that's almost your side gig. Like, and that's, I think the frame of mind we need to be in, Mm -hmm. but this is not going to make us money for a while. And so we've got to understand, you know, the financial aspect of like, how long is it going to take before we break even? Mm -hmm. How long is it going to take before we actually start making money? Because we're going to take out a loan. We're after we find the locations we want, we're going to have to figure out how much, you know, a a remodel is going to be, how much all the products going to be. I mean, the shit's expensive. And, and again, easy to have fun with the brainstorming. But when you start putting the numbers together, like, holy shit, there's yeah. so much. And that's just product and remodels. Then you got to think about, okay, we, we need to hire people. People right. that know about the bars. We enjoy being in bars. We know people that work in bars, but we don't know how to manage a bar. I know how to manage people and, and overall financials. And, you know, we both have done inventory and things like yeah. that. But actually, like, running a bar is something that we're going to have to learn. And so getting the right people and then... You got to get people in the bar. Mm-hmm. And so like all of this planning has come into to play and we've hopefully to this point, I, I know we've missed things, but we've thought of hopefully everything that you could think of. Yes. <laughs> You're never going to be a hundred percent. Like no one starts a business and just is like ready to go. Right. But we are also able to pivot. Like you've got to be able to kind of pivot and, and move forward and be a little agile when it comes to planning and, and going. Um, but Yeah. We've noticed that some like we've done <coughs> baby steps. I feel like we've done the the essentials to the, get started. You know, we started the LLC. We started a bank account. We've like discussed. We've, we've kind of figured out most of the financials. We have had meetings with the realtors. We've had um, these different things to, like get more information. We've done basically the information portion of it. And I think we're transitioning kind of into that position of like, okay, now we're getting to the nitty gritty and now we're getting into like the timeline and where we're going to have to set expectations and we're going to have to like, I mean, it's almost been to, it's almost been up until this next phase. It's kind of been like 
not as real if it makes sense <laughs> yeah like like we could still bow out now right right <laughs> we we made a pretty you know we've come a long way but we could still stop right here pretty soon we take the next step and we're all in right and there's no one there's no turning back for sure that. and i'm very excited i am too i'm stoked i haven't started losing sleep over it yet <laughs> But uh, yet. definitely yet, because that shit's going to happen real quick. It is. It is. I feel like every 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 day I'm thinking of something new and I feel like that's how you know you're doing the right business is if mm-hmm. you're like continuously planning for it and inspired and thinking of new things for it. Um, We're still excited. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny because it's not only the bar concept that we're working for. We're also doing all of this process that we're talking about for this podcast. <laughs> you know, we're going through like social media and kind of this marketing process and we're trying to figure out like what we want to talk about. Like we're kind of have two businesses, one at, at, at this point. However, they're going to feed into each other, you know, but uh, yeah, um, I think that you're doing a fantastic job. Like I, I've looked into a lot of the financials and, and, you know, working on the business plan and stuff like that. You've put together a binder where, you know, you, <laughs> you're very organized. You've got all of our things in one place. Um, we, you know, moving forward with like planning and doing the right things. We, we put together a 45 page business plan mm-hmm. that includes financials. Now it's all kind of generic at this point because we do not have a location locked down. Mm-hmm. And so it's not, Perfect. But we, we've got, you know, a lot of research in the different areas we're looking at. We've got um, why a bar would be successful, why our bar would be successful, what sets our bar aside from mm-hmm. the other bars. And then, you know, I think I think that's one of the final things, you know, like we did all this research. We we've, we've put tons of time and, and effort into figuring out if this was going to work for us. And then, you know, once you see that business plan on paper. Yeah. It's like, Oh shit. Yeah. I was reading through I was like, damn, I don't know if I understand half of this shit, but it sounds right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible. Um, and so, you know, after you plan, after you feel you're 90 to 95% there, because again, you're never going to be a hundred percent. I feel like a lot of people, they'll stop at one of these process, one of these phases of the process um, because they feel like they're not quite there. You know, like they feel like, you know, I just don't know enough about this one particular thing. And I'll tell you, like, it doesn't matter. Like it really doesn't matter. Like people learn under fire. You're going to be stressed and anxious and you're going to lose some sleep. But if you're willing to, again, pivot and be agile and learn throughout the process, like you're going to be fine as long as you've got the passion and at least 90 to 95% of the way there, because we could have stopped the brainstorming. We could stop at planning, but now we're ready for the most important and crucial step. Well, uh, every step is crucial. I think planning is maybe the most important, you know, the whole like fail to plan is yeah. failure to plan. Wait, failure to plan is, is planning, planning to fail. To fail. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're struggling through that one. <laughs> I know. No shit. Uh, so, um, but yeah, so all of those things you can do, but if you don't execute, nothing matters. Yes. And and that's why you're talking about that next step is like, it's exciting, but mm-hmm. it's like, as soon as we step out and we're executing and we've got the motions in, in place and, and moving parts are, are doing their thing. It's like, Oh shit, there's mm-hmm. no going back. And that's, I think one of the scariest things. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things. I think we got to a point where it was like last week or something, we were having a conversation and it was like, 
well, we need to do this. We need to do this. And I'm like, well, what are we doing this for? We need, we need this information and we're not going to get it during this. And if we can't get this information, then we're not doing like, we're not, there's no point in one, one doing the other, you know? Mm-hmm. And it got to a point where it's like, okay, let's zero in. Let's, I think that's when we uh, really zoned in and get, getting that business plan and, you know, thinking of all the different outcomes and whether or not it's going to be something that we buy or lease or whatever. And it's like, let's get all of, make, let's make sure we have all of our part done. Mm-hmm. And then this is when we bring in the professionals now and get their advice and their information. And that's where we, that's where we are. It is. And it's, it is scary. Um, you know, and not just, you know, we talked about this at the very beginning of the episode. It doesn't have to be you going into something huge or a big business or a multi-million dollar deal or something like that. You know, a bar is relatively small on mm-hmm. the scale of starting a business. Right. You know what I mean? And we're still freaking out. So like, it doesn't matter if you are starting a new social media concept or if you want to start a series on TikTok or YouTube, or if you want to create like a car cleaning business or something tight, you know, small or something like that. None of that matters. You know, you can have all these ideas and you can plan a little bit, but if you don't take that step, none of that shit matters. And it's scary, but you know, that's where we are. And we're, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm, I'm absolutely ready to take that leap. Mm Mm-hmm. We had a meeting last week and I think we're going to tell you guys about that in our next episode, uh, kind of like give you the actual, like where we are. Um, and yeah, it just, it's, it's, it's good. And also I would say like, um, since the last two episodes have been released, I do want to say thank you to everyone that has supported us and we've gotten some really good, like in, um, positive text messages and like feedback from everything. And that, that makes me even more excited to so like, Thank you. And we haven't even talked about our stuff yet. Like we were just talking about ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's exciting. Thank you all for your feedback. Hopefully you continue to enjoy the journey with us. Um, On the next episode, to Jordan's point, we're going to be talking about literally kind of like the timeline up to where we are now. We've talked about the process and we talked about ourselves, but like all the meetings, all the things that we're going through at the moment, we're going to give you an update on that. And then, uh, yeah, we appreciate you listening and joining us. Don't forget that... Let's see if I can nail it this time. A failure to plan is plan planning to fail. Still fucked it up. Did I? <laughs> what is it? I mean, you said plan planning to fail. Just say it when cohesive. You got it. Just plan or, you know, fail. Like Nike, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> Stay good. And that's forever good. Bye, guys. Yo, I had to go to work. Had to put in hours, had to show them what I'm worth. I've been going crazy, I've been sitting on the verge. Hard to tell the difference from a gift and a curse. When they ask me how it's done, I say,